It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make... Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, certified nutrition specialist and host of Dishing Up Nutrition. And I am so pleased to have Shelby joining us today <laughs> as we talk about shingles and cold sores. Think about that, Shelby. Well, shingles sure. and cold sores. <laughs> so here I we are. I am just so excited <clears throat> to be in the studio with you. Good morning to our listeners. My name is Shelby Hummel, and I'm a licensed nutritionist, and I got my master's degree in applied clinical nutrition, which basically that just means that I love helping people feel better through simply eating better, right? So one of the things, Dar, that I hear a lot of people say is, it's just so confusing. A lot of people are confused about what they should eat to stay healthy. I agree. Many people are confused. They are. So one of the things that I share with clients and you know people as I'm talking to them is that you know I found that there are certain foods that my body just does better when I'm not eating them. And one group is that gluten grains. So I found that when I eat gluten grains, I used to feel tired. I used to feel sluggish and I even made my hips kind of achy. Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) So, you know, as a nutritionist, we understand that not everyone is sensitive to gluten, Mm -hmm. but we know that processed carbohydrates are very often inflammatory for very many people. A lot of people have trouble with processed carbohydrates. And that must have been the case for me because to have achy hips at such a young what age, what I consider to be a yes. young age. Well, yeah. I would consider it to be just <laughs> really young. <laughs> so it's funny because when I stopped filling my plate with those gluten grains like pasta and bread, it also helped me to focus on cutting out a lot of those processed carbohydrates that we're talking about often. So I noticed that I had better energy, of course, when mm-hmm. I was eating less processed carbohydrates, but my clothes were also fitting better when I was eating all those vegetables instead oh. of pasta. So, really, listeners, our topic today isn't about gluten or carbs. It is about how you can use nutrition to prevent coming down with shingles or cold sores. Yep. That's our topic. That's our topic today. It should be a good one. And, you know, if you're listening today and you've had shingles, you know the pain. Those people who experience shingles have nerve pain, itching, maybe fever, or those fluid-filled blisters. Definitely not something I want to be dealing with. Shingles typically affects a small area of the body and usually occurs just on one side of the body. So when People are experiencing shingles. Pain is often the first symptom that they have. So -hmm. listeners, take a quick scan of how you're feeling. If you're feeling hot, itchy, or have that tingling pain, could it be shingles? Could be. So if you've had experienced shingles in the past, you know that it itches and it itches a lot. So shingles can also result in burning and numbness and is very sensitive to the touch. Shingles is something we all want to avoid if possible. Absolutely. And a shingles outbreak is most common on either the left 
or the right side of the torso. So typically I think of right where the pants sit. Mm-hmm. That's, That's where exact. people notice it. Mm-hmm. The other um, possible place to have shingles is on the face, especially around the eye, which is something I don't want to be dealing with. And it's really more dangerous when it's around the eye. Mm-hmm. It's very serious. Yep. So we know that uh, shingles can last anywhere from three to five weeks. But honestly, there are some people who have shingles for months at a time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Most people will only experience shingles one time in their life. But you may be someone who has had shingles very multiple times. Mm-hmm. So let's talk, Shelby. Let's talk about who gets shingles and who is at risk. Yeah. Because not everyone gets shingles. You're right, Dar, and that's kind of interesting. I start to think about the people who are most at risk are probably those people with a weakened immune system, which used to be me, right? All those chronic ear infections. Mm -hmm. I think of how weak my immune system was when I was growing up. So, Shelby, when we think about a weakened immune system, and Mm -hmm. I don't know if listeners would think of themselves as having a weakened immune system, but who would those people be? You know... One of the first groups of people that I think of, Dar, right away are people with cancer, mm-hmm. right? The other people that I think of are, you know, maybe someone who's been ill recently. You know, Matt, maybe they're battling pneumonia or maybe they've had, you know, a primary immune dysfunction or even someone with HIV, right? Mm-hmm. Another group of people that I think of, Dar, someone who has just experienced a major trauma, I don't know if you noticed when you came in, but there was a car accident just down the street. Oh, yes, I did notice. Yeah. I was saying, thank you. I was <laughs> two minutes earlier. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So someone who was maybe recently in an, a car accident or maybe someone who just had death of a spouse or a child or even a parent. You know, those are people who are also at risk. And those are people under a lot of stress. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So, you know... As we talk about that, you know, another group of people at risk would be those who are on people who are under a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. You know, who are those people? Maybe those are the people that are not sleeping mm-hmm. very well or not sleeping enough. Yeah. You know, we hear four or five hours and people somehow believe that that's enough sleep. Well, um, Dar, but, that, that brings to mind a group of people. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe someone who's caring for a spouse. Right. I think of like my aunt, for example, who's caring for my uncle with Parkinson's disease. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only is she doing all the cooking and the cleaning, but she's also working to make sure he's comfortable. And I also think of people who are maybe taking care of their parents. Or people who are taking care of their newborn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big group of people. <laughs> or we have another group of people, people that are who just eat poorly. Mm-hmm. You know, they're at risk. You know, they often live on processed carbs. They don't even have an idea what vegetables are. (laughs) They lack protein in their diet, and they eat bad fats. And we often call this the typical American diet. You're right, Dar. And fast food and pizza are their standard go-to foods. Mm -hmm. And we know there's a lot of people like that. Yep. I kind of joke sometimes that my little pup, Nora, eats more vegetables than most adults do. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dar, I definitely want to talk.